is the e-commerce coffee break the podcast dedicated to shopify store owners who want to optimize their business for maximum conversions and revenue Each week, you're going to get actionable advice and hear from special guests talking about various topics on how to run a profitable business on Shopify. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get e-commerce insights you can't Google. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break. As you know, Shopify has a broad range of apps of opportunities that you can use to sell you your products. And there's a broad range of products that people sell on Shopify. Now, today I want to talk about with an expert about something very special about comic subscription. So selling comics on the interwebs is something new. I have absolutely no background in that. And I want to learn more about this. So today on the show is Brian Garside. He is a Canadian product developer who has been working on comic subscription software since 2005. His platform Manage Comics at managecomics.com allows comic shops to quickly get their products online to a Shopify website, allowing them to create hybrid sales experience that increase revenue in simplifying the ordering process. The Managed Comic platform is used in more than 250 stores worldwide with shops in Canada, the United States, Australia, and the UK. So let's talk about comics. Hi, Brian. How are you today? Great. How are you, Klaus? I'm very well. Tell me a little bit, how, what did you get you into comics and into e-commerce? For sure. That's an awesome question. Back in the pre-internet ages, 1989, I got my first start at a comic shop. And even back then, it was such a manual kind of pen and paper process that I had taken an antique version of Access Database and built a little database so that we can manage our subscribers. Fast forward, I went to school for television and radio production, and then I ended up falling into the internet in 1996, right at the beginning of it. In about 2005, I decided I wanted to open my own online store because I had moved just outside of Toronto, Ontario. There were no comic stores near me and I had ordered some stuff from the United States and I got a $65 duty charge for $45 worth of comics. And I kind of lost my head. So yeah, I opened an online comic store as any sane human being would. And then uh, I sold that to my business partner, but I stayed on and did marketing for him. And then in 2015, when I quit my job, Managed Comics was the side thing that I built for my regular job was doing regular internet marketing and website building and stuff like that. Fast forward to the pandemic in 2020, and basically the entire industry changed overnight. We went from one primary distributor to three, which meant that the ordering process became infinitely more complicated. There were no comics for a full three months for the first time in the history of comics between March and June. 2020, there were no comics shipped at all. So the whole industry changed overnight. And we honestly didn't think that the industry would even exist in 12 months. So I kept on talking to stores and I found a bunch of things. One of the things was in the beginning of the pandemic, they couldn't have people into their stores. So they had to quickly get online. So we started looking at Shopify and I was like, man, you can get a store up in like hours using Shopify. So let's get as many of these folks online as we can. And then we started talking about like our old product managed comics wasn't really compatible with Shopify. And there was a big problem getting products into Shopify. It takes forever. You have to write a description, write a product listing, write your get in your cost of goods sold, your price, all the tags, the image, like this stuff just takes time. So stores were taking six, seven, eight hours to get their weekly stuff. Every store gets between 100 and 300 new SKUs every single week. 
So we quickly created a solution so that they could do that. And then we revisited our old product, Managed Comics, and said, what if we turned it into a Shopify app? And the majority of it would act as kind of future proofing that where your customers can order things that are coming out in the next three months. And then when the products actually come into the store, we can quickly get those online for you with all the metadata and everything, create the customer orders, send out bills to customers for products that have arrived. And then like that all happens in a matter of 10 minutes. When you upload your inventory, it tells you everything that you have to set aside, creates the rest of the products, puts them online, and it all just happens magically. So tell me, I have no idea about how a person looks like going shopping for comics. What's the visitor expectation on the online Shopify comic store? Yeah. And how does the merchant meet these expectations? I would say the demographic is all the way from 18, 20, all the way up to 80 year olds. So the people and their expectations are very different. When you have the younger folks, they just expect that anything that the store has will be available. Online. So they want to be able to buy it online and pick it up in the store, which is I would say 80 to 90% of the sales all occur in a physical store. The remaining 10% are entirely online digital transactions. Comics are still a very tactile thing. You want to see it. Now, the second half of that demographic is folks older than me. I'm 50. So people older than that tend to just exclusively come into the store. So they don't so much care about the online thing. But what they do want to know is, as a store owner, I want to make sure that my inventory is synced up. So if something sells online, it's synced in the store. Between Shopify and the Shopify point of sale, you have that sync going on. People that come in don't really want to manage their subscription list. I've been getting Batman since I was an 18-year-old. So as long as a Batman comic comes out, I expect there to be one set aside. Those folks may say, yeah, and add this, this, and this to my list. And they don't want to actually grab their phone or go on their desktop and do it themselves, which every single customer for every one of our stores has the ability to go onto the store's website and update their subscription pull list or say that something I read about is coming out in a couple of weeks. I'd like to get a copy of it. They can reserve all that right from the comfort of their own. Okay, so I understand that a lot of these customers have not only just one subscription, but they might have multiple subscriptions for different for sure. comics, right? Yeah, right. they could have dozens of subscriptions. And so part of what the system does is it actually lets them know what is physically set aside for them in the store every week. So you're not making needless trips to the store to find out that there's nothing set aside for you. And conversely, you know that there's five things set aside for you. So you're going to want to get in there and get those paid for and pick them up and read them. You said these merchants have like thousands and thousands of comics and permanently updating. Some of them probably also have brick and mortar stores, I reckon. Not sure. Most of them, yeah. Yeah, I'd say like 95% of the stores have brick and mortar locations. Okay, so it's the majority. So how does your system help them to make their life easier? Yeah, so the biggest thing is, like I said, every week they get three to seven invoices saying all the products that we're in. It used to be we would always get all of our product shipments on Tuesdays. Now you can get a product shipment literally every single day of the week. So every time that an invoice comes in for products, they can upload that invoice into our system. And our system says, this is what you should have gotten in this shipment. Can you confirm that all these quantities are correct, that there's no damages or anything? 
And then it takes the quantity and it allocates whatever is held reserved for subscribers and then puts all the rest of them directly on the site available for sale. And then that, of course, syncs up with the point of sale. And now when a customer comes up to the cash register, they just scan the barcode in and then grab the copy. What's interesting, too, is that even though shipments come in multiple times a week, there's kind of standard street date things where most comics can only be sold, have to be held until the Tuesday or the Wednesday of their release date. So you may get something in on Thursday physically, but you actually can't sell it till Thursday or till Tuesday, I should say, of the next week. So one of the things Managed Comics does is it will put a do not sell until date on products. So you can actually have things that don't appear on your site or even in your POS until a specific date. So now selling comics over Shopify, you might be selling to more than one country. As I see, or at least you have um, clients using your app in different countries. So would that also be possible in multi-language, multi-currency, or how does that work with international sellers? We haven't really delved too much into multi-language. In terms of currency, because I'm Canadian, we have a different currency exchange rate than the United States. Our invoices get invoiced to us in US dollars, but then we convert all that money into Canadian. So we actually have a built-in currency converter because your invoice will actually say your exchange rate that week. For some of our UK partners in specifically Great Britain, we're going to be working on a kind of a pricing tier because they actually have a $3 American comic is £3.25. So we're going to be working on like a tiered pricing matrix for those guys. And then Australia, their taxes are all built into the price. So we'll have to figure out a way to merge that with a, a pricing matrix as well. For now, everybody uses that currency exchange converter and it is more or less accurate for them. When it comes to the theme, can, works every Shopify yeah. theme? <laughs> yeah, so we have an install video that shows that in eight minutes, you can get set up with literally any Shopify theme. It just automatically detects your theme, creates a new page, and then the only thing you have to do is add it to your navigation. But everything else gets created automatically. Okay. What happens if somebody does not know your app yet, has built painstakingly a Shopify store with all these queues in there, and now he wants to move from whatever he has built or she has built into your app? Is that kind of an import or how does that work? That is one of the problems we've found because the way Shopify works is it builds, the unique identifier is the handle and the handle is something that Shopify creates for the product. What we are going to do probably later this fall is when you first install Managed Comics, there'll be an option for you to crawl all your product. And then if we can look at all the barcodes, because barcodes are the one thing that are universal. If we can look at all the barcodes, and as long as your barcodes have been updated on your side, we have a database of over 400,000 barcodes in our system. So we can actually look and say, okay, has this product ever been created before? Otherwise, what happens right now is we'll actually just create a second version of that product. Okay. So what would you give as a advice, as a gold nugget to someone who wants to start a comic store or just has started? What should they their focus on to get as many subscribers as possible? That's the end goal. Yeah, that's a great question. So I think it's traditional internet marketing rules in general. Like you should be working on building a customer database. If you've got a customer database, then you start to market to that customer database about your subscription service. And the thing about a subscription service is that it's guaranteed recurring revenue because Batman is going to come out every two weeks for the rest of my life. You have people who are passionate about that stuff. Missing a copy of Batman would be something that would upset me because I have a 
unbroken run of Batman from when I was 13 years old. People that are passionate about this stuff, it just makes it easier for me to collect. I'm not going to five different stores every week to figure out whether to grab those copies that I missed at one store. I have a recurring place. A lot of people say that comic stores are the modern day bar. They're where people hang out and talk to the people behind the counter better than some of your own family. (laughs) It's a great little industry. And if folks have already got a comic store, and don't have a pull and hold system or a subscription system. They definitely are missing out on a big piece of the revenue. Okay, sounds great. So how long does it take to implement the app if you're running your comic store and you want to go online? So we've got a video. If you already have a Shopify store, it takes eight minutes from the time that you go to the app store till the time that you're adding your first customer and adding subscriptions for them. So yeah, eight minutes is seven minutes and 25 seconds. It's pretty simple. It's very step-by-step and straightforward. And we have some really, really robust help, including videos for all the different workflows that you may have to do. Okay. Now, obviously it's not for free. So what's your pricing structure? Yeah. So we charge $80 a month and that provides all of the data. There's over 3000 new products being added every month. And then we're constantly updating the data as well, because those 3000 products, several hundred of them have cover updates or solicitation updates that we manually update as well as part of our process. Mm -hmm. Okay. So where can people find more about managecomics.com? Yeah, managecomics.com is the best place to go. It has all kinds of information about us. We're also available on the Shopify app store. So if you search Manage Comics on Shopify, we'll be the first thing that shows up there. Okay, so famous last words. Would you recommend anyone going into this market? Is that something that has future? What's your take on that? Into the comics market? Absolutely. It's funny because I don't know if you can see behind me, but I got a whole ton of comic books. I've been, as part of the illness of being a comic collector, I've been acquiring hardcovers and graphic novels for the last couple of years. Just whenever I see them on sale, I'll buy a bunch. I'm actually in the process of starting up my own store. (laughs) So what I recommend, (laughs) I'm doing it. So I probably should. And I'm probably going to buy an existing store and build from there. There's a ton of potential in this industry. It's been around for 80 years. It's a very unique and very interesting industry for sure. So yeah, I would recommend it. If you've got a love of comics and you have to have a love of it, it's a pretty cool place to be. Okay, there's the proof in the pudding. I think everyone who watches Marvel movies or DC movies is potentially also a customer for comics. Absolutely, for sure. Cool. Brian, thanks so much for your time. I think it was very insightful, specifically for me. I've never heard about this kind of niche and I found it very interesting. And thanks again for your time. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, Klaus here. Before you go, I would like to invite you to become part of the e-commerce Merchant Pro community to get actionable advice from other Shopify merchants who already have achieved what you are aiming for. Our community is a safe place to actively grow your online retail business with the support of the most amazing and helpful group of e-commerce entrepreneurs behind you. Running a Shopify business is tough. Don't do it alone. Join us now. It's free. You will find the link in the show notes. Also, if you think your online store has conversion or marketing issues and you would like to have a fresh set of eyes on your business, then drop me an email at klaus at klauslauter.com and let me know a little bit about your business. It might be beneficial for you to have me look over your store, offers, emails, and ads, and get an unbiased outside perspective and guidance to help you make most of your online business. And finally, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review in the app that you're listening so that I can get bigger and more impactful guests on the podcast. Thank you as always for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Until next time, and I talk to you soon.